Welcome to All Things Prophetic with Keith Ferrante. Get ready to learn about seeing in the Spirit, hearing God, partnering with angels, understanding dreams and visions, and most of all, how to honor the presence of Jesus so you can go higher into the heavenly realms. Here we go! Hello, folks. How's everybody doing? Keith Ferrante here, All Things Prophetic podcast. So excited to be able to just bring to you a couple moments of encouragement today to help you go forward in your prophetic destiny and in your training. You know, I've just been mulling over this, and I just want to give you uh, something that I've been personally mulling over, Psalms 105, 19. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. I love that. It just brought a whole new light to me when I heard that. I'm a character development guy. I just learned, you know, in my own life, the power of character and what happens when you have tested character. Tested character gives you an authority. You know, the devil came to Jesus and he could find no hidden thing in him. The devil could find nothing on him. And that's what it means to have proven character. Wherever we go, we should be able to walk in that light because as he is, in this world, so are we. So because Christ, Christ has no character flaws in him. Christ is a perfect, you know, the Bible says be perfect as I am perfect. You know, that word perfect doesn't mean without mistakes. It means mature, it means complete. You know, um, even Jesus himself, while he was on earth, obviously he didn't sin, but he was tested just like we were. But he had to go through the same testings that we had to go through. He had to be tested. He went through pain. He cried. He wept. You know, he had to wrestle through, you know, uh, all sorts of stuff. And he overcame it perfectly the same way we overcome it, by the power of the Spirit. He was in alignment with the Spirit, and so are we. And, you know, I, I love this. Even about Jesus, he goes into the desert in Luke chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4, in the fullness of the Spirit, the dove had landed on him, the Holy Spirit. But then he comes out in the power of the Spirit. And there's a difference. What is what what makes the fullness of the Spirit of God? You have this awesome Holy Ghost encounter. Whoa! You get in the presence of God. And then the power of God. What makes the difference between the fullness and the power? Well, it's the 40 days of testing in the middle. Jesus was tested by the devil. And he was led in by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think... You know, in, in grace, there is no more tests. Once we've received grace, the new covenant, we're test-free. It's all finished. And listen, everything has been put in you in Christ. He is so pleased with you. He can't be more happy with you tomorrow than he is today. You know, so we're not working for his approval. We're working from his approval, but there still is work. The grace of God teaches us to say no to ungodliness. You know, it's, I love that passage where, you know, Paul is telling Timothy, he says, Timothy, teach, uh, you know, the older women to, to be this and this and this, and then have them teach the younger women to be this, this and this, teach the young men to be self-controlled, you know, teach, you know, this and this, teach different people for the grace of God teaches us to say no to ungodliness. You know, the grace of God that teaches us, it's the power of God that flows into us through people's words, through the words of people speaking. I've had 20 years of intentional grace flowing into my life from fathers and mothers. And the first 20 years of my life, I sat at the feet of my grandparents and leaders and let them speak into me. So I've been spoken into and have had grace put into me for 40 years, which then you work out every day. Paul says, you know, it's by the grace of God I am 
you know, what I am, but I worked harder than you, but it's by the grace of God. He keeps going back and forth between it's the grace of God, but then I worked and then it's the grace of God. And that's what it is for us. Grace without works is nothing. Faith without works is nothing. You know, it's the grace of God that saves us by grace. You've been saved through faith. And this is not of yourself, not of works, so that no one can boast. You know, it, you, you were saved by grace through faith. It was a gift. It's not of your own works. Praise the Lord for that. We're so thankful. But everything that we get in life, we have to come before Him daily to receive fresh grace. What does that mean? The ability we receive, the power and the ability to walk in something that we couldn't walk in before. We received it. We receive it through an impartation. We get it through an inheritance. And what is an inheritance? It's it's the wisdom of what others you know have learned and they've given it to us. And through honor, we get to receive that inheritance. So we see that, you know, there is this testing that needs to go in our life to create power. And this is all about the power of, the, uh, of being tested. What happens that you come out like Jesus, he came out in the power of the Spirit, and people were amazed at him. Where did he get these words? How come his, his teaching has power and his authority? It's not like the, the religious leaders are speaking. They're saying stuff. They're saying, you know, stuff. They're saying scripture, but there's not a backing behind it. And, you know, it's, you, can, you can see the difference between somebody who prophesies a good word, you know, and they prophesy an accurate word. They get a word of knowledge. They get something, and they prophesy over someone's life, you know, about their finances and their breakthrough on, in their finances. And, you know, they get this word where there's new finances. It's a, it's a correct prophetic word. It still has power. still has the ability to do things. And then you get around someone who has walked through, you know, tests in their finances, and they've broken through in those tests. And it's like when you get around that person, when they prophesy and do the same exact thing the other person does, they're actually giving you power to walk through that. They're giving you an impartation. There's a total difference. So, you know, I can say something. I remember I used to talk about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I used to preach about, you know, the gift of healing. I'd never, ever experienced healing through my hands. I used to preach about deliverance. I'd never experienced deliverance through, my, you know, seeing the demons cast out. I'd never, you know, those kind of things. And I remember the first time I preached, you know, on deliverance, I preached this, you know, uh, articulate message. I'd studied all up on it. I'd never experienced it. And then I commanded every demon to come out in the building, in the, in the church I was pastoring. And it's like nothing happened, you know. And <clears throat> But then that day, I, we, we had our first demonic encounter. After the service, this lady was there. She started growling and, and, you know, doing all this sort of stuff. And I spent five hours trying to get her free of the demonic, you know, uh, and I was just learning. So there's one thing to preach about it. There's another thing to actually experience it. And then you come back later and you've experienced what you just preached about. And all of a sudden you have an authority. All of a sudden people listen because you're not just talking, you know, it's, it's like Joseph at 17. He's talking about his leadership abilities. Now he's going to lead everybody and how, how favored he is and all this sort of stuff. He's thrown in the pit 13 years later. He comes out. And he is, you know, now carrying some authority. He doesn't just have the gifting and the administration that he had at 17, the dream interpretation gift he had at 17. You know, he now has the perseverance. You know, he's he's been he's persevered. He's stayed in the game. He's resisted Potiphar's wife. You know, he's kept his heart in, in love with God. He's kept free of bitterness. You know, he's been faithful with his gifts. He's worked under constraining situations. He's done well. He's ministered to influencers, influencers, but he doesn't have full autonomy. Now he's getting autonomy. Now he's getting favor. Now he's starting to get a voice. So if you wonder how to get a voice, you wonder, you know, 
Here it is. Until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. See, the Lord's testing your character because he wants you to have a voice. He wants you to have a platform, your platform, a place of influence that people will actually listen to you because you're not just saying stuff, because you're not just full of the Holy Spirit, but you actually have the power of the Spirit. What does that mean? It's been worked through you. Yes, you give it. You get it all as a gift. Christ is inside of you. It's a gift. You can't earn it. It's by grace. But then the grace teaches us. Then there's grace. You know, I receive grace every time I listen to somebody, a spiritual father, spiritual mother, you know, a preacher, a sermon, you know, uh, somebody younger than me, my spouse, somebody. And as they're speaking into me, Keith, you need to, you know, Walk this way. You need to talk this way. You need to share less here. You need to share more there. You need to do this. You need to watch out for this. And as I put their things into action, that's wisdom. And wisdom gives you favor. And there's there's this favor and there's the promotion, all these things that come along with those things. And all of a sudden, it's like, you know, maybe my voice is not as loud as some people's voices. You know, maybe my voice is not as big as some people's voices. Maybe they don't have as broad of a scope as some people's voice. Maybe they don't have as big of an influence as some people. But you know what? I have a perfect influence for the people that God has given me right now. And it's it's a great place of influence. And I'm not trying to, you know, get um, beyond where I'm at. I'm in a long distance marathon run according to my character and according to my development. So what are the areas that you need to develop in you know, so you can go the distance. What are the areas that if the, you know, the devil comes and he says, he points at that, it will produce shame. It would produce a loss of authority. It would produce, well, you know that you shouldn't have that and it will steal your thunder. You know, he just has to wait until you get to that platform. And if you haven't brought it out onto the light, then he'll bring it out onto the light once you've gotten a little bit of a platform. So God wants you to go the distance, but he wants you to go the distance step by step from glory to glory and not, you know, from the bottom to the top all, all in one second. So, you know, I've learned over the years, don't put myself out there before I'm ready. Don't, you know, uh, recognize where I'm at in my own development. I've, I've stopped traveling when there's been times where I'm like, I need to stop traveling. I'm not healthy. I'm, you know, <clears throat> I, well, you know, I'm, I'm healthy for the level I'm at, but this level is too much for me. I need to pull back a little bit. Let God developed me a little bit more because I want to make it the long, I want to be a Joseph. I want to, you know, I love it that Joseph was a one, you know, married to one woman all his life, you know, because, and he could have had probably anybody he wanted to have, but because he'd been tested, he learned faithfulness. You know, God tested him. He knew the system that he was going to put him in, the favor in Pharaoh's house that he was going to have favor in. But it's like when he got there, he didn't want all these different women. He did, he wasn't, you know, uh, bound down by these this and that and this and that. He was able to honor the Lord and establish and bring Israel in to establish a legacy for, for something eternal, something far greater. And Joseph, you know, carried the inheritance for the whole family. So they all came under his blessing. So when you get a personal victory in your own character and in your own life, it becomes a corporate victory. And that's been my fight, my journey, this, to be a Joseph, to be someone that the family that would create blessing for the family and not just my family, but for generations to come and lots of people all around me, everywhere I go, because it's authentic to me, it becomes like a shadow, like Peter's shadow healed everyone that got into his proximity. And that's what I'm doing. So you want people to get healed in your, you know, it's not about what you say. It's about who you are. It's about what you have said that you have, you actually have a backing to because it really is genuinely who you are by God's grace, not by your, you know, I did it, me and my, but by the goodness of God. So bless you in your journey. Find out where you're at, you know, um, get healthy, 
Discover where you're at. God's got an awesome prophetic destiny. He wants to release your voice. He wants you to be heard. But, you know, it's what you have inside of you that makes you uh, be heard. I don't try to speak something wowish. I just am now. And, and, and that is impactful. So God bless you on your journey. You're meant to be impactful in the world and arena God's given you. I hope you've enjoyed this all time things prophetic time. You know, if you love um, this, I do have a live Facebook. Uh, uh, I have a, a Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. You can get on there, and we have we we, have, we engage through the week and just talk a little bit about about prophetic stuff. So bless you. Have a great day.